Hello and welcome to another edition of the Copcast podcast. We are not talking about football. So, we're going to bring you in the theme of all of the awful things that are happening in football at the minute. Um, all of the awful things that have happened to Liverpool in the past. So, we're going to look at some of the worst scenarios we've had to suffer through over our Liverpool supportership. And to do that with me, I have Beryl Akis in Holland. No, you can't say that. In the Netherlands. Beryl, freshly recovered from the celebrations of King's Day. Yeah, it will, it will take me a couple of days more. But uh, yeah, yeah she, she, we had our King's Day yesterday. And as a, as a noted um, uh, royalist and monarchist, uh, uh, I, I, I've... Uh, I've had a few uh, drinks uh, to, to celebrate that. Well, hopefully it doesn't affect your uh, judgment too much. But listen, I'm sure, I'm sure there'll be plenty of ill judgment tonight, as there has been over the course of the season. And uh, I've also got Neil Patterson in Berlin, Chief. Um, how are we? Are you, are you hungover? Are you drunk? Are you somewhere in between? I'm uh, just, just doing, doing all right. Thanks. Fine and dandy, I would say. Um, having a little drink, but uh, hopefully won't end up hungover tomorrow. So it uh, depends how long we chat for, <laughs> to be fair. Um, but I, doing all right. I had to completely disassociate myself from football for a good few days after the debacle at the, the weekend. And thankfully, we're not going to be talking about it now. So, um, all good. Looking forward to to this, I think this is our second one doing the worst thing. So hopefully we're we're not overlapping, but don't think we will. So okay. well, hopefully this hopefully this is our last as well. <laughs> yeah, well, there's <laughs> only this, five games to go. So yeah, we're, hopefully we're not going to need to do another one of these. Yeah, given the circumstances that have brought us here. Um, so look, we'll we'll kick off. Um, we'll kick off, Chief. Um, what? I want to discuss first is the worst decision you believe the club has made to let a player go. So who did you think you saw on the CFAX or, or the back of the, the back of the newspaper such and such to leave Liverpool? Yeah, so you're talking about then players that that we've had at the club, actually had at the club, not players that we've been interested in signing and then decided to to snub at the last minute or whatever, but players we've actually had at at the club. Um, well, there are a few, I suppose. I mean, the one, the one, the one actually that would be in my time that I would go to there the most surprising the most shocking the most unbelievable the one I thought could never happen would never happen was Robbie Fowler I think Um, because Robbie Fowler encapsulated everything that 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 Liverpool side was and had been certainly under under Roy Evans and even the back end of you know it was soon as I think he gave him his his debut Um, so that was you know one of the one of the good things Graham Sunez did as as manager and and obviously Robbie went on to cement his place as a as an absolute hero over the next few seasons. Um, 
with all, with his goal scoring exploits and his you know his his, his just his, his demeanor and everything about him. I mean, he was scouted as, as a came. He was a lad, and it was you know people maybe younger fans don't quite wouldn't quite realize, but it was the lads' decade. You know, it was lad culture, lads, and even the girls were quite fucking embarrassingly called ladettes in some in some you know tabloid um journalism. You know, it was, but it was, uh, he was the right man for the right time and he, he was, he was the right lad for Liverpool. And I just, with him being scouts, with him having come through at the club, um, through the academy and all the rest of it, you just never envisaged him going anywhere. You, you know, you thought he would, he would just be a one, one club man. And I believe it was a, was a falling out with, with Thompson and, you know, um, I, I think neither Julier nor, um, nor Phil Thompson wanted to commit to him. What with what with Owen and Heskey being the sort of big man, little man preferred preferred style. So yeah, that was a, that was a, a that was a. I don't know if it's the necessarily the worst. I think yeah, on a on a PR scale, on a on a on an identity scale, it probably was one of the worst decisions to make. And I think I also think we suffered because you know we could go on to to think of another. You know, to name dropping, I'll not name dropping, but um, we never replaced Fowler actually, and we're looking to do that um, in the sequence of events which leads us to sign in El Hadj Juf, and Juf actually comes in finally as the replacement for for Robbie Fowler on a permanent basis, and we suffered for that. So I think it was it was a bad move on the pitch. Some will say that Robbie Fowler dried up after that and that, you know, his best years were behind him and so on. But to be honest, I just don't think he had the same passion plan for any other club. Um, and in the end, we, we re-sign him. In fact, Rafa Benitez kind of rights the wrong and, and brings him back. Um, and it was one of the most welcome things, you know, Rafa did. So um, the fans were really happy to get him back. Everyone was really, really happy for him to, to be coming home because I think Nobody could could believe that he had ever left. Um, so yeah, maybe that one. Yeah, it's not a bad shout. That kind of leads into another one where yeah, you know, eventually we did replace Firewood Juice, but we actually nearly found a pretty decent replacement in in Nicholas and Nelka. And he comes in six months alone, I think, and um, for some reason we decide that. He's not the guy, and that El Hadjouf is the guy. You know, we had him on our books. He was settled at the club, and looked as though he he could have been the world class talent and the clinical finisher that you wanted. And what we bought was was a guy that um, still holds the record of being the only number nine in Liverpool history to not score a league goal in an entire season. So you had to go to go from Fowler to Anelka to that is. Pretty it was quite quite the drop off. Yeah, pretty catastrophic sort of decision making within that. Um, yeah. Beryl, you know, there's two pretty strong candidates. Does anybody else spring to your mind? Um, yeah, you know, there, there are a few, and, and if, if you allow me to, to just comment on on Fowler and on Amelka, yeah, I, I, you know, I love Fowler, and um, but what Fowler never had. Um, he, he doesn't look like a very good player. It's, it's, it's um, um, and 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 
and I, I think that plays a role and um and the game was was changing at that time you know it was becoming more and more of a of a, of a, a spectacle in in which players needed to look a certain way i i think that plays a role um but um you know to come to anelka who, who was a really good player but also also someone who never seemed happy anywhere and 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 uh, I, I think his demeanor may have uh, antagonized uh, other players or maybe uh, the manager, and, and maybe that's why we didn't give him a chance. But um, you know, good shouts. But uh, uh, the first name that, that popped in my mind was was Xabi Alonso, because um, at that time, you know, I I, I loved uh, Rafa Benitez as well, but. He was always. Uh, uh, what was this player from Aston Villa who, who later on went to, to uh, Manchester City? Um, Gareth Barry. Gareth Barry. Yeah, yeah. and I, I and he, he all he, he and he was clearly uh, someone who, who would play on on you know the spot that Xavi Alonso played, and I never understood it. Um, and, you know, other than uh, for for his longevity, long, longevity is I don't think he he's, he's anywhere near the player that Xabi Alonso was at that moment. But it turned out to be um, at at Real Madrid at um, Bayern Munich. I think he he could have been still of of great worth to us. And I was I was I was no, I, I wouldn't say devastated, but I was. Very sad to, to see him leave, and uh, and, and uh, again uh, the seasons uh, after that at Real Madrid at Bayern Munich proved that uh, that he could have been a really really valuable player for us uh, for, for many years still. But yeah, he wanted to go. I think so maybe that's that's why. But that, that's the name that popped in my mind at that moment. Yeah, Alonso is it's a really good shout. Um, I think it's funny, Gareth Barry was a really good footballer. You know, there's no I don't think there's any denying that. A really good footballer. Was he Xavi Alonso's level? No, he absolutely wasn't. But you know, Alonso had suffered a, a couple of injuries, Chief, and you know, truth be told, the season before he hadn't been he hadn't been great. And he didn't get sold. I think we, we looked to sell him the season before, didn't we? Well, that's the that's the issue. That's apparently from from having read a couple of things about it near the time or um, at the time. That's what Alonso said. He said basically the bridges were were burnt because Rafa had, had told him that he was surplus to requirements the the summer before, and that he and was I think and that's that year. The, the, the season before that summer, he hadn't been particularly good, and you maybe were starting to think had had that you know those couple of bad injuries, you know the ankle break and that taken taken the toll on him when we try to get rid of him. But then the season after, he's absolutely superb. Well, then he kick he kicks on, and you know it's one of them where we probably just hadn't given him the requisite time to come back from his injury to get back to full full fitness and, and his top form. And, you know, with the pressure, obviously, that was on Liverpool at that time and on Rafa Benitez to deliver a league championship, every any marginal gain in any place he was looking for, because, I mean, we were up against 
some of the best sides the Premier League's ever seen. People talk about Man City now, but I mean there were three of them. You had Chelsea who were who were exceptional. You had Man United who were still strong uh, under Ferguson, and you had you know Arsenal were still there thereabouts. <clears throat> Plus you had the the, yeah. the the new city. So yeah, like you're talking those three sides. You're talking about midfielders like you know Vieira. Petit, King, Skulls, um, well, Michael Essien, Lampard, Essien, Lampard, Michael Lilly. Yeah, you know, and, and he was at that level. And Gareth and, Barry, and just he, as he, good as a player he was, he just wasn't. And, it, and he kicked on. He kicked on after that. He kicked on after he left us again. You know, Xavi Alonso, his yeah. best season for us was, was his final season. And then he went to Real Madrid and was excellent there for a number of seasons. And then he went to Bayern and, and was fabulous there. And he's loved at all the clubs and vastly, greatly respected at all the clubs. And he's he's tipped to, to go on and become an excellent manager because it looks like that's the way he's, he's going to be heading. Um, so he's certainly a student of the game. He was tactically wonderful and technically, well, I mean, how many goals did he score from his own half? So... Uh, <laughs> He had it all. He had it all, and and it is a massive. It's 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 a great shout from by by Burrell there because I mean that team was never the same after um after he left and in the end um Julio went or Benitez went and you could you could maybe make the same argument about about Fowler over although it's a little bit more protracted but I would argue that it's the the failure to replace. Fowler in the long term, which which did do for Julier because we went down the the juice route and and two seasons of him and Julier was gone, so we just fell apart after that and and there are a number of number of factors and it's the same when when Alonso left that that team fell apart and we ended up at the the Hodgson situation and 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 so on and so on. Obviously, both uh, circumstances had other factors involved, but I think. These big decisions and these 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 sliding doors moments, as as people like to refer to them these days, are they 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 can have massive implications, you know, and knock on effect. Yeah, there, there's there's no doubt about it. Um, and you know, hindsight's a wonderful thing, but sometimes you could just look at a decision and look at the immediate massive impact it's going to have, but you don't always necessarily see. That that's well, we going to be a trigger for things to fall apart around it, or for that ab- to be a catalyst. Because, but the interesting thing is, with all three of those, we move, we move them on. We make the decision. We move Robbie Fowler on. We move. We make the decision to move Chavi Alonso on. He gets sold, and and each occasion we must we must think that we're going to improve. <laughs> We move an Elgon, and we don't. Obviously, we we go backwards. Um, we end up with with what did you call him? Um, Aqualani instead of 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 um, of Xavi Alonso, and and ultimately we end up with with Juve instead of Fowler, and and you know you're making massive steps backwards. But hey, I mean, what about you, Dave? Who do you think's the what's oh, for me? For me, um, Peter Beardsley was 
was just Peter Beardsley was uh, it just broke my heart when he left and um that was that was that side that under Douglas was just irresistible one of the greatest sides that the English top flights ever seen Barnes Aldridge Beardsley Whelan Houghton um absolutely irresistible Beardsley's a key key role in that and Sunez comes in and one of the first things he does is he tells Beardsley that yeah we don't need you anymore and you know I listened to Gary Lineker the other day talking about how playing for England the one guy that he always wanted to see there was two two guys always wanted wanted to see in the pitch with him one was Chris Waddle and the other was Peter Beardsley said Beardsley didn't necessarily want to get in the box he was completely unselfish wanted to create space wanted to find that clever pass beat men open up areas of the pitch for you and he was all of those things he was very Suarez-esque in, in how he moved and how he ran I remember him scoring a goal it might even have been against Man United where he smashes it in from 25 yards into the top corner and I mean he smashes it in it's one of those ones where the ball's still rising when it hits the net and in the process of scoring he gets knocked out and knocked out cold he's hard as nails and who do we sell him to? fuck's sake we sell him to Everton and I think he's one or maybe two great years at Everton and then after that he goes on to Newcastle and he basically makes Andy Cole's career, um, plays alongside him, is part of that Newcastle side. It's absolutely scintillating. It takes the Premier League by storm when they first come up. And from that, again, as you were saying, Chief, it's, it's a guy that we make a decision to move on and who we go out and replace him with is is the likes of you know your Nigel Cloughs and your Dean Saunders and, and boys like this that no they're not bad footballers but they're absolutely nowhere near that level. Um and to see him much like Alonso, um not so much like Fowler, to continue to perform at an unbelievable standard um for for years after we've decided we don't need you anymore. Coinciding with the complete demise of one of the best football teams that English football's ever seen um, was pretty, pretty awful. So that would be, I don't know, Beryl, I don't know about you, but that would be my shout, certainly. Yeah, yeah again, a, a really good shout. And and, and again, a player who, who, you know, according to today's standards, doesn't look like, a, you know, if you see a picture of it. <laughs> You wouldn't say he, he could be a good footballer because, you know, they need to look suave and, and, and with lots of tattoos and, and good hairdo, etc. as well. But he was an incredible player. And um, and, and you're absolutely right. You know, he had he had again at, at, uh, at Newcastle, he had, he had, he had some, some wonderful years and, um, and, you know, it's, it's, it's well documented that, um, the, uh, the the change management of of uh, Graham Souness wasn't uh, wasn't very good, and uh, I, I don't know if he had a, a score to settle with uh, with him with his former teammate or or 
or he thought he, he should make some radical changes to to because he thought the team needed freshing up. But this was definitely not the right call. Uh, I think all of the names that we have named are, are good calls and 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 good examples of of bad decisions. Yep. Yeah, bad decisions, and yeah, we'll, we'll 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 talk about we'll talk about some bad decisions. Um, take any any final comment on our on the worst player we've we've let go. Uh, no, I mean I think Burrow's right. They they are all good sides. Beardsley's Beardsley's a good one. Uh, you know, soon as destroyed that that team, didn't he? Um, very quickly dismantled it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it, I suppose it's an example of um, so the grass not not necessarily always being greener. Um, but yeah, I mean, thankfully, I don't think there have been too many in in recent years. I think Suarez might might be one for for argument, but uh, yeah, but I think what we what we actually did there is we managed to keep him for a season longer than we probably should have. Yeah, that probably seems seems likely. Um, because we got that extra kind of extra year out of him in the end. But um, I would have loved, I just would have loved to have, to, have, to have kept, obviously I think everyone would have loved to have kept him and Sturridge together for, for another season and, and see how it went. Um, but yeah, uh, you can't really think of any apart from apart from um, Suarez this, this decade. Obviously the, the Coutinho one worked out well. Um, Fernando Torres kind of worked out well in the end. He he won his medals, but he was never never a good player really for Chelsea, and we got the best out of him. So I mean, you can't really think of anyone else. So touch wood, those those bad decisions, bit monumentally bad decisions of letting players go, have become perhaps a thing of the past, at least uh, at least for the time being. Yeah, certainly. Let's hope so. Anyway, um, Beryl. Let's look at your most disappointing season as a as a Liverpool fan. Which season disappointed you the most? Doesn't need to be for any particular reason. Um, uh, you know, sadly there are lots. Yeah, of there's a few. There's a, yeah, it's a good question because there's a fair few to pick from. But uh, um, you know. Uh, um, the the recency bias would 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 say uh, you know this season is up there <laughs> this is a very bad season and uh, for for lots of reasons you know we we have been um, um, further down uh, the league table in, in in other seasons but you know we 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 went down um, really hard um, from from uh, Christmas on and you know all of these. Uh, the injuries, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So yeah, look, um, I want to move beyond that one, and and um, and and this is probably not our worst season, but uh, it, it feels like one. Um, you know, 13-14 was was exhilarating, and it was uh, of course was a big disappointment to to, to not win it, and and and, and the slip, etc. Cristanbul um, uh, uh, and whatever, but um, the season uh, after that was. Um, because of 13-14 uh, being a, uh, such a good season, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm going to sneeze, I think. <coughs> sorry about that. <coughs> Excuse me. 
I hope that doesn't, uh, you know, pop ears uh, here and there. But um, um, you're grand. Okay. Um, uh, but 1516 was 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 a uh, was an was an enormous letdown because we we had seen how how good we, we how well we uh, could perform and and yes we had lost a a, a key player uh, from that season but um, and and managed to. Uh, to, to, to get um, Balotelli in, and which was um, not a good decision as well. But it, it, and and the last game of of that season, it's uh, if I'm not mistaken, is is the six nil, or it's or, or it's a defeat at home against uh, against Crystal Palace. One one of those two. But you know the, the, these two games happen. You know, losing against Stoke City six uh, nil was uh, was six one. I, I I don't even remember anymore. But it was the send off for, for Gerard, and uh, I, I, this was it, it was it was so bad. I was um, um, you know um, close to, to to saying yeah, football isn't uh, isn't for me <laughs> apparently. Um, again, because of the season before being such a high. Uh, uh, the uh, 15 16 was it was a very very bad season also because you know how we performed uh, um within parentheses uh in uh in europe so that would be my candidate 15 16 is it 15 16 you mean barrel or is it 14 15 oh shit um <laughs> 15 16 is is the season is the it's the season that plot joins us right now. I'm sorry, you're right. 14-15 is the season I'm, I'm yeah. referring. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, but, yeah. but you're right. Yeah, it was was really disappointing because we all thought we could we could kick on, yeah. and then you know we think maybe we'll keep Suarez, and then he goes and bites somebody in the World Cup, and you know that's it. <laughs> He's going, and then we get in Ricky Lambert and Balotelli and and. All these players, Lovren comes in, Lalana comes in, and it's all very underwhelming. And it no. proves so it proves to be on the pitch, and yeah, it goes it goes wrong. And you're absolutely right. I mean, recency bias or not, I mean, this season is this season is you know the difference between this season and the thirteen fourteen. This this time we won the league, but we've we've nosedived in in a similar kind of way. Not not for the same reasons, uh, I might add. And you know, we were we were were still top of Christmas and. You know all the mitigating factors and so on, but but yeah, all those seasons which which follow uh, which yeah which tend to follow a high and 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 see us dip um, tend to be the the kind of tough ones. Although I my one I think you know thinking about it in in, in the recent past I think eleven twelve is quite. Um, it's quite a disappointment because Kenny's come in, he's, he's replaced Hodgie in the January before, I think, and we've gone on a really good kind of streak uh, at the end of the season. And we've had some scored some scored a lot of goals. Maxi Rodriguez gets a hat trick against Fulham, I believe, and we win a we, we score we score a lot of goals in the run in. We don't win every game, but I think we 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 certainly pick up a, a good number of points. We finish with a head of steam and. There's a big recruitment drive in the summer, um, and you just think um, you just think you you know 
I think that isn't that the summer. That's the summer Jordan Henderson comes in. That's the summer um, Downing comes in. It's this. It's you know Andy Carroll's come in the 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 half season before I think, and um, so is Suarez, and Carroll. You just you just think we're going to kick on, and and we just don't, and and we're nearly there in that season. You know that's the season where we hit the post a, a ridiculous number of times. It's the season of of I think it's the the racism incident which knocks us, um, you know, and the t-shirts and all that carry on, and it just never quite. And you wanted to, I wanted to work for Kenny so badly, and I think a lot of people did, and you could see that he's he's, you know, they're not a million miles away, but it's just not going to work. I think that's a that's a bit of a disappointment because we could we could win the FA Cup that year we 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 get done by um, I, th- I think that's the season before Go Line Technology comes in and we can't clarify if Andy Carroll's second header is over the line although it looks like it is um, we also win the the League Cup that season squeak squeaked a win over over Cardiff in the final on pens and. Um, and we, we we could we could we by rights we we could and should be going for the top four, um, but for the for the run of bad luck in the league, and then we play Arsenal in the first game back after the League Cup final, and we have to win that game, and we we battle them, we play them off the park, and somehow we lose two one. Van Persie does does Carragher twice, and sticks the ball in the net. It's Van Persie's last 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 season at Arsenal. And they beat us in that game, and we go on then a pretty poor run for the rest of the season and finish seventh. And and Kenny gets the boot, but it goes from from a season that could see two two cups and uh, and fourth place, a, a decent fourth place, uh, to just being a squeak league cup and a disappointing league champion and so on. And and Kenny gets the boot, and you know then we enter the the Rogers era after that. So. Um, yeah, it's maybe maybe not one that a lot of people would would sort of pick out, but I was I was gutted to see Kenny go, and I was gutted of how it went for him in that last um, in that last season, last half season really, um, because I think you know Lucas gets injured in that uh, League Cup is a League Cup quarter final against Chelsea, and up until then he's 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 probably on in line for. Um, for our player of the season, Gerard's obviously injured that season, so Lucas is is really carrying the carrying the midfield there, and arguably, look, people will argue Lucas was never going to be that player, but certainly he was he was never that player again after that injury. So quite a few things go wrong and, and sort of derail it, and in the end, it's a bit of a disappointment. It promised promised a lot more, perhaps. Yeah, my. <laughs> Mine is sort of of a similar vein. Um, I'd probably go two o three. Um, you know, two years before, well, a year before, two seasons before, we 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 win the four. Um, oh, sorry, we win the we win the three trophies. Well, uh, and and then the community series. And then the Super Cup. And then we win the Super Cup. Um, and then we go on to finish second behind Arsenal for the next season. And 
I think we get through to second. We get through two group stages, I think, of the Champions League that year. Um, and you think the next season? Okay, we've won a lot of trophies. Then we've come second in the league. This is where we really now start to... This is our year. Our dominance. <laughs> this is our year. But there was like legitimate reasons to believe that this was our year. And, you know, the one difference between circumstances of, of maybe, you know, um, other, you know, the, the season after, after Torres goals or the season after Suarez goals or, or whatever, there's no, or even this season, there's nothing you could really point to to say, well, that's why. You know, you lose Suarez and you bring in Balotelli and Lambert, you can kind of cope with <laughs> It's fairly obvious why we've fallen off a cliff. There's very, very obvious things this season you can point to is to understand why what's happened has happened. But that year, there's just no logic could have been applied to it. The football got so dire. And we we start off so well, don't we? Don't we win yeah. the first six or something? Yeah, and I think just before Christmas we kind of fall apart and then we wobble back to something that might look like form again, but then we fall apart again. And we go no wins at, in 11 at one point or something like that. We, we can't buy a win at some point. Yes, yeah, have a wee look. But I think we start off really well and then fall off a cliff. Yeah, our, our season just gets totally, totally derailed. Um, and it's it, 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 it seems to fall apart so quickly. It seems to fall apart so quickly. And even the season before, I think um, we won, won the League Cup the season before again, had we? Um, not sure if we had, had we? I'm trying to, I'm trying to think. Um, was that not the season, the Owen and the, the Gerrard? The Gerrard goals, uh, we beat Manchester United. Yeah, I suppose it probably would have been. So, uh, so you know, but, I, I, but yeah, we that season in the Premier League, we 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 start the first twelve games, we win nine, we draw three. Then the next nine games, we draw four. In fact, it's more than nine. The next one, two, three, four, five, six. Seven, eight, nine, ten. The next eleven games, we uh, draw five, lose six. <laughs> <laughs> it's absolutely so, chronic. It's you know? chronic. It, it's dire-like. And then, yeah, when we, we we're really patchy. We're really streaky in that, in that season. Then we we can't get it back. Yeah. We win one, we lose one. We win three, we lose two. So on. Yeah. And and you were looking at that. That's the definition of. Yeah, um, and that season kind of falls apart within that season, um, which almost, to me, makes it ultimately more disappointing because the start of the season, as you say, Chief was promising what the previous season had suggested, which was all of the things that everybody was saying, which was they've got the strongest squad. They've got multiple options in a variety of different positions. They're big and they're strong all over the park and they're hard to break down and they don't concede a lot of goals and they've got unbelievable quality and they've got Michael Owen and they've got a young Steven Gerrard. 
and it just disintegrates. So yeah, for me that was the that that was the one where it was it wasn't the flash in the pan. Um, there wasn't anything that you could kind of legislate for to say this this is why this has happened and we know where the problem arose and we know how to fix it and ultimately you know it, it pretty much ends up costing uh Hulier's job because you know the following season he just he just doesn't get it back at all um and it, it, it gets worse from there in fact uh, um and then Rafa comes in and that's a different story, but yeah. So that that's that's where I am on that. I don't know. Yeah, no, it's a good show. It's a good show. Um, as as we said, <laughs> there are loads of loads of disappointments, but um, it's cool that we have sort of different different years for different reasons. Like it's just, we have uh, the same theme. I think it's it's the hope that kills you. Yeah, <laughs> a Liverpool fan. <laughs> it is, it, it is the hope that kills you. Absolutely. All right. So, Beryl, um let's move on to the next category then. So, the worst European exit you've experienced as a Liverpool fan. What's the one that you just love to rip up and throw in the bin and pretend that never happened? Uh, again, I'm tempted to. to... <laughs> To point at this season, but you know, because again, it was so disappointing. Um, you know, so you know, uh, nothing happened in, in the second leg. But yeah, it, that, that wouldn't be uh, that wouldn't be the point of, of doing a pot like this. And so, um, I have to admit that I didn't have a have a really strong candidate when you. Uh, there was not a, a particular. A game or or tie that 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 sprang to my mind, but um, so I, I am harking back to I think this is again the, the 14-15 season um, when you know we we it, it was it was it, we didn't win the league but it, it was uh, it was so uh, refreshing so so it was so welcome to to be back in the, in, the, in the Champions League again and and you know that that was a prize in itself and 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 and, and then to not take it seriously and we, we, we discussed uh, the the uh, the selection in, in the Real Madrid game uh, you know uh, away at the Bernabeu uh, um, before in, in in other parts um, uh, and we went out it was in what was uh, ultimately a very very winnable uh, um, um, group with with Basel and and uh, we had this, this this Serbian player that that apparently nobody wanted but we we paid 20 million for uh, in uh, um, what was his name again Markovic uh, I, I am I'm having trouble uh, remembering names at this uh, this night but um, that's what no, that's name. right. Lazar, Lazar Markovic. Yeah. Lazar, yeah, yeah. Okay. That they were supposedly yeah. dancing around the fucking Melwood offices at the fact that they had secured this <sighs> transfer coup. And and you know later on I heard that that he was offered to uh, to Chelsea and, and Benfica and Chelsea had a very good relationship. 
uh, for a lot less, and they did take him. But you know, we took him for 20 million, and and he he never um, he, he had this 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 spell as a as a left wing back even. Um, uh, so Brendan Rodgers clearly didn't know what to do with him. But uh, then he uh, this game uh, do or die. We had to win against Basel um, at Anfield, and 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 all he does is just you know his his hand is behind him, and 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 I forgot who the player was, but it was it was a player who who had a who had um, you know previous on 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 um, you know the theatrics involved in in getting a player sent off, and and and, and that's what happened. Uh, and he he claimed that. Markovic had, had had poked his eye out and, uh, and he was dying, and we got a red card. And, and again, this was it was ultimately winnable, and it was ultimately such a disappointment not to get 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 uh, anything from not only this game but this season in uh, in the Champions League. And you know, this is not the recency bias of saying uh, this season, but this isn't far away uh, as well. But you know, this this is what. Springs to my mind at this uh, at this moment that that game that that very uh, disappointing season in uh, in the Champions League. Yeah. Yes. Go ahead, Tiff. Sorry. No, I was just going to say yeah. It's uh, it's. Um... It's one that springs to mind because it's so disappointing the whole campaign. You know, uh, there's a Real Madrid uh, team selection. Uh, there's the first game against Real Madrid at Anfield where he picks a strong team and we get our our asses handed to us. There's the struggles against Ludogorets. It's it's just it's 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 painful, and to be back in Europe. For the first time in a long time at that stage to to give that show and it w- was really quite embarrassing. Um, yeah, I mean it's it, last year is is up there I think because we had done the job. You know we need two goals against Ath- Athleti. Um, they're very hard to score against. They've got the one nil. We get them back to Anfield. We we finally get the one nil. It's just slightly too late, so we have to go into in the extra time. We get the two nil pretty soon in in extra time, and uh, then unfortunately Allison has had to come off with with an injury, and um, and Adrian throws one in the net basically, doesn't he? And 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 we completely collapse from there. And I've mentioned it before. You can sort of trace the end of Liverpool's this this Liverpool side's invincibility. Back to that to that game. That's the first time that the the the, the veneer shattered or, or that the glass broke. Um, up until that point, the script, everything went went as if we were writing it ourselves. Um, and it was it was that sort of collapse. I mean, we don't just lose that um, lose that game because we go out on on away goals and it finishes two one to us. We we end up losing the the, the game on the night three two because we can see two more in, in the next fifteen minutes. And that's a pattern that's this kind of, or um, if not a pattern, then a then a then an element that's crept into into Liverpool matches since since that game. And that if you know we've been on the end of some hidings in some games, notably against City, a couple of times. Um, 
so that was that was a real disappointment because I thought we were going to do it. I thought we were going to beat Atleti. I was very confident, and, and the way the game was going, it really looked as if we were. And, and then that comes out of absolutely nowhere, and it you know it, it burst a lot of bubbles. Um, but on a on a completely random one, just for the most maybe turgid tie I've ever sat through. I don't know. I was young at the time, but I'm going going way back to the UEFA Cup. In 1995, and I'm pretty sure we we get a nil a nil nil in the away leg, and we were against Bronby, Dean side. Bronby. I think it's even earlier than that, Chief. I'm I sure think it's, it's. I'm sure it's 95. I, 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 let me. Just it, it, sorry, you're right. It is 95. It is 95. <laughs> it's um, and. It's just it's an awful game, and you're just sitting there going, "Come on, Liverpool!" I mean, of course, the, everyone's saying we can't lose. There's no way we can lose. This is minnows, and even though Liverpool haven't been in Europe for for, I think it was our first trip back into Europe since being banned from Europe, potentially. Um, second. Is it the second? Third. One? Is it really? Yeah, it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so we've we're just tiptoeing then back in in the in the becoming regulars in European competition again, and again it's it's a massive it's it's one where you, where you expect to win, but we play so badly on the night and it's such a turgid game of football and they end up scoring for a header from a corner a guy called Egan, um, Dan Egan, just, yeah. Dan Egan, I think he's that got a move on. I just the... give me PSTD, you saying that name. <laughs> Egan! <laughs> oh, Dan oh, Egan. No. Shocking, like, a bullet header flies in, um, and we, we, we don't look like coming back, and we don't come back, and it, we, we go out 1-0, really limp, and it's, a, it's, it's not even far in the competition. It's the second round or something. It's really... Yeah, I've, it's a very disappointing one, and for a fourteen-year-old, um, I was I was pretty annoyed and pretty upset, and um, it was just obviously not a, not a massive game, and we were never going to win the the competition or anything that year, so maybe it doesn't stack up in, in terms of that. But it was just oh god, what a what a drab and disappointing night that was. Like, yeah, it's it's a, it's a pretty it's a pretty grim one. It was mine, actually. Um, oh, was it? It's well, right. I was, I was. It's all right, man, because I was flipping between two, so you've kind of made, you've kind of made my mind up. Um, the next is a cup. The next, mine's a couple of years after that, um, and it's the 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 year before in the UEFA Cup, or sorry, well, the year after the the Bronby fucking debacle. Um, we play PSG in the semi-final of the Cup Winners' Cup. Um, yeah. And we lose the first tie 3-0. And we almost conjure a magical Anfield night. Um, a comeback. We go one up early um, and then we get the second with 10 minutes to go and it's all a little bit Olympiacos if you want to look at it that way. We get 
one of the two goals we need really late on, but we just don't get the other one. And the damage is done in the first leg, and that was fine, and it was kind of, you know, the glorious defeat that I can often live with, to be honest. But the following year, um, and remember, this is this exciting, exciting Liverpool side, you know, goals galore, running around, four threes at Newcastle, left, right and centre. Um, but we're kind of moving past that. And the next year we draw Celtic in the UEFA Cup. Oh, um, yeah. And we're losing 2-1 with a few minutes to go when McManaman scores that goal. That unbelievable goal at Celtic Park where he knocks the ball round the boy on the right-hand side of the touchline in his own half and runs round the other side of him and picks it up and just drives into the middle of the pitch and beats another couple of men and bends this sumptuous, just classic vintage McManaman goal into the bottom corner. And we end up going through and away goals. And we draw Strasbourg in the next round. And we go out there in the first leg. And again, and you talk about lessons learned. Out to France, first leg, what's the result? 3-0 down from the first leg, again. But this isn't the semi-final. This is the second round. And we take it back to Anfield, and it's, again, it finishes 2-0. We just leave it too late again, um, even later, I think, to get the to get the second goal. And we just don't give ourselves a chance. And, you know, you're thinking at that time, after the previous, when you know you all you're, you're all whisker from the final, just to 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 be eliminated so abruptly and so uh, embarrassingly at such an early stage for me was yeah that was up there with the Bromby one, Chief. Yeah, it almost expunged that one from my mind completely. Um... I remember the Celtic game more than I do the Strasbourg one. I have to say, probably because of the McManaman goal. But yeah, I'd, I'd kind of, uh, I'd kind of banish that one. But yeah, you're absolutely right. Another, another big disappointment when you're when you're just expecting, um, expecting more, expecting us to 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 kind of go one better. We sort of fall at the first or the second in this case. But yeah. Um, Seems to be a, you know, well, it, we all know it was it was a pattern for for quite a while. Um, but yeah, we've got a, a few disappointing exits to talk about. Yeah. All right, Beryl, let's 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 really let's really move it to the move move it to the emotional crux of the whole conversation. What is your lowest ebb as a fan? And there's been a few finals defeats, you know, late def- late goals. Um, just it could be anything at all. It doesn't need to be a match. It doesn't need to be a result. It doesn't need to be a goal. It could be Fernando Torres breaking your heart. It could be, you know, the Hicks Gillette fiasco. But what is your lowest ebb as, as a Liverpool fan? Yeah, I know. Um- when we were talking about uh, players leaving, um, you know, at, at the time uh, when Torres left, it, it really broke my heart. I was really sad about it. But um, after 
it turned out to be a really, really um, bad transfer for Chelsea, and we got 50 million for it, which we squandered on 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 Andy Carroll. But you know, let, let's let's just forget that. Um, I, it, it, in hindsight, it wasn't as bad, but um, I, I think. <laughs> Um, the, the 2008, 2009, and uh, I think it's well established that I'm not very good at, at remembering which season what, what was, uh, which, which events took place in which season. Um, uh, it's, it's all a blur. But um, you know, this the season in which uh, Rafa Benitez um, uh, had his, his his facts rant, which wasn't a rant, but just you know, he was he was uh, fed up with with being. Um, uh, you know, with, with with the press being uh, biased to, towards uh, the, the the shenanigans that Alex Ferguson was was uh, was being able to pull off uh, every time again. Um, uh, again, it's the, it's the hope that kills you. We we look to have a chance. We had a really solid, really formidable team, and. Um, and, and and not only did, did we lose again to them, but also it it, it seemed to deflate us so much that uh, it, it 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 was like it knocked the, the stuffing out of us, and, and we didn't um, we didn't get to, to mount a, 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 another challenge uh, in in the in the years to come, and and it, it, the feeling of of uh, as you mentioned before, you know, every year beginning, every season beginning with this could be our season, uh, and 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 sometimes it's earlier, and sometimes it's later in the season, uh, having to to commit to yourself to to admit to yourself uh, that uh, th- that it's not going to be our season. You know, the years of of uh, in the desert, <laughs> not not having a um, not having a chance to to win the league, uh, it, all, all that would w- would have been probably you know the low point of my uh, of my uh, my fandom of, uh, of of Liverpool FC. But if 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 I were to pinpoint a, a moment, um, I think being one nil ahead. Um, against Seville in, in uh, or was uh, was it the Europa League at that time or was it the UEFA Cup still? The Europa League, uh, I think, yeah. yeah in the that final, Sturridge, that lost Sturridge goal. It, it was a it was an incredible goal, you know, a goal that 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 you know deserved to be more momentous than it now was. It was just the three one now, and 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 then losing it in a, in the matter that we lost it, you know, Moreno and Lovren being. You know Moreno and Lovren, and, and it, it, it really devastated me that night. And and uh, losing the season uh, after that uh, was was very bad as well because you know the the, the carious antics. But but uh, I yeah I, I think because of how we went, how we got there, uh, the Dortmund game, and you know all of this, uh, it it it. It devastated me. So uh, again, so, something from the the near past, and uh, but but yeah, it's it probably something that that's um, yeah, it, it, it's 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 more readily available in my in my memory probably. But that's it. 
Yeah, that's a that's a tough one to take. I think that you know the Dortmund it gives you so much belief and so much expectation, and then I think it's a double blow as well because you know we've thrown all our eggs in in the Europa League basket for Champions League qualification the following season, um, and you know so we get beaten in the final and we and we don't get Champions League next year, so it's. It's tough. It's 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 a really really hard one to take, and it's a really good shout, Chief. Have you are you going to delve into the archives again? No, not so much. I mean, moments. It's it's there aren't that many moments because it's usually big games. You know, the moments are are um, in in that kind of respect. And in terms of signings and stuff, I mean, I was actually. Away um, when Torres got sold, and so I was, and I'd been away for a good few weeks, so I was hearing it all sort of um, through people who were getting it from TVs who were telling me because I didn't have I didn't have a smartphone at the time and whatever. So it wasn't like now where you know you can get the news in two seconds or we're in a WhatsApp app group. It was drip. It was drip fed to you. Yeah, it was drip fed to me. Bit by bit, and and actually, you know, the Suarez signing sort of happened simultaneously, so that kind of pacified me because I knew Suarez was was going to be just brilliant for us, like because I'd uh, seen him in the World Cup and then checked him out a little bit at, at Ajax, and you know his figures there were were unbelievable, so I was really excited we were getting him, but then couldn't quite take in that also Torres had left, but then you're like, okay, well it'll just work. It's just a swap basically. So I wasn't I wasn't Yeah, I kinda of thought I kinda of thought that, that was gonna be it was gonna be them because I think didn't didn't Suarez sign before Torres left. Yeah, and, thought, and the idea I thought to myself, what a, what what a two that would be. That'd be unbelievable. Apparently that was the idea, you know, play them together, but then Torres slapped in the, the request. On the very last day of the transfer window, to the very last day, yeah, and um, he, um, you know, the rest is history, obviously. So, so yeah, I mean, it, it wasn't like it was a real low moment. I was very down, as I mentioned, when when Fowler got sold. I couldn't couldn't believe that, and I was at uni at the time, and you know, it was, um, you know, it was it was a big moment, but. I don't know. I think I think if you're bringing it down to like moments in moments in games, I've always find whenever you get absolutely, it's not often that it happens, but if Liverpool turn up to a big game and get absolutely, you know, handed one and and schooled a little bit, and I, you know, a low point for me was Kiev. I think it might. I don't know. I've had to pinpoint one that I can I can think of in, in recent memory. You know, um, obviously, Beryl mentions the Europa League final. The, the Champions League final was was also because uh, I was quite confident going into it. I think, I think we all were, uh, much like we were going into the Madrid tie this time, ironically enough. And um, I think we just we just got school that night um, in the dark arts, essentially, and the way it was done and what was done to 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 Salah. And what happened with Carius and and so on? It was just a really, really deflating, flat kind of an end to what had been such a scintillating run, such an exciting run, such a it's just such an incredible run, really. You know, the Roma game, the City game, and 
in the Porto game and on all of them. So um, yeah, that that was a that was a, a deflating night. I mean, obviously you had the the belief that we could go on and this one that wasn't the end for, for this side, and obviously it proved. But on that night, I was yeah, it was a pretty pretty shit night. Um, we were all out watching it. Um, in the days when everyone could crowd into the bar, and there was the bar was absolutely rammed. There was there was no room. Everyone was sat on the floor. People were standing room only. It was just absolutely packed inside and out watching this game. And Liverpool were just were just unfortunately, yeah, just taught a little bit of a lesson in 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 the uh, ruthless side of the game. And yeah, I think that uh, left a bit of an impression that night. Yeah, it's pretty low. I was on my honeymoon watching it and I managed to find a bar where um, a bar restaurant with a book a table two hours before the game. So it was absolutely smashed beforehand. Um, but a whole lot of Liverpool fans in. And yeah, I think we, we looked so good until Salah went off. It looked really, really dominant. Um. And that was it. That was a blow. There's no doubt. But I think is that I think the, the very next day, I think I remember sitting having dinner outside somewhere, and my brother texted me, and Fabinho was signed the next day. So yeah, absolutely, just straight off the straight off the bat. Yeah, so it was kind of like that um, Suarez Torres kind of mm. dichotomy you were talking about. Um, so that kind of took the edge off the disappointment for me. I, I think 92 FA Cup final was pretty awful. Um, the fact that it's United, the fact that Cantona scores the winner, the fact that... 96, we you mean? Or sorry, 96. Sorry, yes. 90, 92 would be Sunderland. Um, 96 FA Cup final was pretty was pretty awful. Um, and I was, like, I was a young boy at the time. Um, I don't know, maybe 15 and 14 maybe. And um, yeah, that that was that was grim. Because we were such an exciting side and 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 you know did a number on us, just didn't let us play, spoiled the game and the the they got they got their rewards in the end for for the the approach that they employed, fair play to them for it. That was just Ferguson being just a far cannier manager than Roy Evans was. And that's yeah, it was another one. It was another one where we were just unfortunately given a given a, a school in the in the more ruthless side of the game. Yeah, and again, my, 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 the probably my peak is another prime example of that, and it's it's Chelsea at home in thirteen fourteen, oh. where. Yeah, you know, <laughs> Jesus Christ, the night. <laughs> I don't even oh, want to talk God. about it. Yeah. I remember it, and it was so the excitement had built through the whole season, the whole season, and it culminated in that city game where you go two 0 up, um, and then they get it back, and then Coutinho scores that goal, and you're like, oh my God, it's gonna happen, and you were kind of talking yourself into it before that. But when you beat City, you think, hey, this is going to happen. And then it's that absolute bastard, Mourinho. I cannot stand him. This probably made it hurt even more for me because I've always hated him. 
even from that time he ran down the touchline at Old Trafford, I was like, I know it's United and all, but that's distasteful to me. You know, I, I'm 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 not okay with that. So yeah, and he's up punching punching the. Punching his fist to the Chelsea fans in the away end like he won something at the end. And he won fuck all. It didn't matter any. The game didn't matter at all to him. And yeah, Gerard, Gerard slipping. And, uh, you know, it, it just all comes together. And as, as you like to say, Chief, it's just, for me, this perfect storm of horrendousness. You know, um, your, your hero, your hero fallen falling far out of the situation and be, being the villain of the piece and the man you despise most in the entire sport celebrating for no other reason than he's just made you really unhappy. Uh, yeah, that was pretty bad. I, I was in the bar watching it uh, at a bar and I just walked outside after the final lesson and I just sat on the curb outside and smoked about six cigarettes and just absolute dejected. So... I can safely say I don't think it's ever going to get as low as that for me as a Liverpool fan. Yeah, it's a great shot, like It's a great shot. <laughs> Again, I, I, I obviously tend to black out the, the most painful moments. <laughs> That's that in my life. <laughs> Your subconscious must be a dark, dark place. For <laughs> uh, so, so this moment, I was... Uh, I had I had followed every game, you know, uh, religiously, and and but and unfortunately I couldn't watch this game because I was uh, on a vacation with my uh, with my in-laws, and, uh, and it was a dreadful. Did you say unfortunately? <laughs> Still, you know, maybe uh, uh, maybe I jinxed it, you know. Uh, <laughs> and being a rational man, I I, I can believe this uh, this kind of thing. No, I, it was. Um, uh, you know, the way I lived through this wasn't wasn't pleasant as well. You know, I we 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 were having this very bad vacation, and uh, and I had didn't have a very uh, very good Wi-Fi there, and, and and you know, refreshing uh, some page that I found and, and trying to to find out what was happening, and then seeing. Uh, and, and Dembaba uh, having scored, and, and and you knew this 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 was where everything was falling apart. They were, yeah, I, I had banished that one as well. I, I didn't even think of it. Yes, but it's yeah. And then and do you know what? Actually, do you know do you know what's even worse about that too? It's Torres that makes the the second goal, and he he should score himself, but he just chooses to pass it across the box. To, yeah. I can't even remember who taps it in, and I just thought to myself. Who was it? Oh, no, no, I no, said he was a coward. No, no, I didn't even think that he was a coward. I was just like, do you think you're doing us a favour by doing that? Do you think you're showing us... You show up here and you ruin my fucking nice time and you think just because you give it to somebody else to score and didn't do it yourself, you horrendous Judas little fucker, that that's going to make me feel better? Well, it's not. It's not. And that just wound me up all the more. So... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that and the Palace game are also are big low moments. Big low yeah, moments. see for me, mate. For me, I, I in my in my heart of hearts, I knew it was gone after Chelsea. I knew it was. I think I think everybody did, but I think a three 0 in the Palace game 
it wasn't just the players who thought get six. And if we had yeah, got but six, we, then, but we needed then, like know. we needed like probably eight, really, didn't we? Yeah, or some ridiculous did. number of probably goals. Did. But we would we, we yeah, but, I think didn't didn't we also if we'd have won that game though we would have needed Chelsea would have had or City would have had to win their last game and they, they only had to draw or oh, something. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just, I don't know. It was it was just the way I, it was just the way I felt at the time. I just felt like yeah. I just felt like I mean the the players obviously thought that the points wouldn't be enough, but if they got the goals, it would be enough to, to maybe win the league. So so we we were in with a shot still somehow, but it was a was a was a long shot at that point. But yeah, yeah I mean, the Palace game is a, is a low point as as well. I think. Um, but yeah, that season, of course, the end of that season is is a is a low point, like isn't it? Yeah, because everything was just so magical leading up to that. It was just something out of. A like, fairy tale? Basically, yeah. I didn't want to say and it, but basically the, it was. The clock struck midnight and everything yeah. turned to shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah but in, in hindsight, it's 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 easier to, uh, you know, at, at that moment, you know, I felt very dejected as well. But, you know, in hindsight, you, you can you can look at, you know, all the wonderful games that we played in that season. And um, I, I, I still have very fond memories of the way we demolished Arsenal, who were uh, top of the league uh, when they came to Anfield, and we we absolutely destroyed them in that game. And, and it was it was it was a joy to behold. And, and you know, in hindsight, you can look at those moments, and, and it was a good season, and uh, and it and it could have ended a, a lot better. But yeah, okay, and and. You know, having won the league now, it's 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 not as as painful uh, as it uh, as it used to be. Yeah. Um, so listen, on that note, um, one one day when we're feeling a little bit more jovial, we'll maybe do our favourite moments as opposed to reliving the horrendousness that we've experienced over the years. Um, so hopefully. Unlike me, you'll not be able to cry cry yourself to sleep tonight. Um, so, lads, thanks for joining me. That was a welcome bit of respite from the current situation. Uh, thanks for having me, man. Uh, no, this was not uh, at all. this was it's it's uh, it's it's a good way to process things. I think. Yes, chief. I hope you enjoyed your therapy as well. Absolutely, absolutely. Good. Uh, do you remember things that you you'd completely forgotten? Uh, unfortunately, painful moments. But uh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, always good crack. And yeah, we'll have to do a positive one uh, at the end of the season, maybe. Yeah. So um, I think again, as the last time, the moral of this podcast is it might be shit. It now, could be but worse, it's, but it's been a whole lot worse than this. So. Um, until next time, Optimist Fortunate Reds. <laughs> <laughs>